Thank you for joining me for the final episode of 2021 Grow Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones. This year has went by so crazy. Just when you think you have time to plan for 2022, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to chill. Bam. Here it is upon us. Oh, man. But I thank you for rocking with your girl this year. Going to take some time off to recharge and reset as I gear up for 2022 because I do want to continue to have some more conversations. And I hope when the conversations come, you won't be right here with me. But as we wrap up the holiday series, We got to talk about going into the new year. A lot of people write their vision boards. And I have to admit, I'm a vision board failure. Like, I write it, look at it for a few days. And when stuff ain't going my way, I'll just put it away. We'll get into that conversation with today's guest because there's some issues I need to sort out there. Talking to Catrice Johnson, known as Catrice Inspires. She's a motivational speaker, realtor, author of I Am The One I'm Waiting For. I saw this sister at a vision board event hosted by my girl. Shay Moore, and she killed it. The way she affirmed people's visions and helped them piece it together, it was super amazing. Now, my follow-up and follow-through, that was a little off-kilter, but this time I want to do it. I want to dig in. Even the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain, and though the vision, Terry, wait on it because it will surely come to pass. I don't believe that vision boards are a form of hoodoo magic that you put it down and bam, it happens, but there's power in visualizing your life following through with actions to help those goals and God-given desires come to pass and seeing it when it happens. We're going to talk to Catrice about that today because she specializes in vision board parties. One of her keynote presentations is Unleashing Your Vision, the vision board experience. But now we're going to do it together. We'll talk to Catrice about her background. I think the backstory of her life and seeing where she's gone is so important. Hindrances for why we don't reach and obtain what we visualize in our heads or on our vision boards. Keys to confidence, encouragement, no matter what age you are, and so much more. So lean in as we talk to my girl, Catrice Johnson, a.k.a. Catrice Inspires, to unleash the vision, sis, on this episode of Grown Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones. It is the final episode of Grown Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones, for 2021. As we go into the new year, that means we do all the new year, new me, my resolutions. I don't even make resolutions no more, but we are going to talk about having a vision. With Catrice Johnson, a.k.a. Catrice Inspires. She's a motivational speaker, realtor, and author of I Am The One I'm Waiting For. How you doing today, sis? Hi, how's it going, everyone? Doing good, doing good. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so first of all, we got to talk about your journey into motivational speaking and being an entrepreneur. How did that happen, Catrice? Wow. Um, I'd like to say it like this, is that I recognized at 11 years mm. old that I did not want to do the traditional thing or the prescribed thing, which was get a good job with good benefits and mm-hmm. all of that. I didn't want to do that. Okay. Um, and I didn't think I would even last doing the same thing every day, 30 years. And then you retire with a watch and all that wasn't my dream. Mm-hmm. That was something that uh, my foster mother, who I love very dearly, mm-hmm. was a hard worker. That's something that she desired of us. But I thought I felt like I could create a life where in which I took care of myself. I really felt Mm -hmm. like that. Oh man, that so So it was birth in that understanding that. And as I began to traverse through the corporate and nonprofit sectors, it really became clear that I am non-employed. I'm unemployable. Oh, wow. You mean, and you can't work for somebody. That's what you mean. I I cannot work within constraints and Mm -hmm. constructs that do not really support or release my creativity. All right, sis. Well, yeah. now for somebody, though, that's like, OK, sis, that's all good. But I got these bills. What would you that's say correct. to them? Because that is a reality. 
Well, I will. I would say absolutely. Even mm-hmm. even with what I do, uh, you know, with real estate, I would absolutely tell people do what pays you right now while you have your secondary plan, which mm-hmm. which with the with the idea of it becoming your primary plan at some point. Mm-hmm. So unless you're able to replace the income you currently bring in, don't do it. <laughs> right. Make yeah, smart yeah, yeah. moves, yeah. not hard moves. If you don't come have on now. To. Now, an example of a hard move is, you know, this job I was at one, uh, one of my last jobs I was at was uh, really, uh, my, my head started to pound. There were, the stress was so great mm. in financial uh, services uh, industry. And um, the stress of that job, I was, I managed several millions of, uh, of a budget in a compliance department. And it was just so hectic and it became so, it began to impact my health. And I determined that the expense has, has gotten too great for me to continue in this. And so I had to make a hard decision. Now I didn't, I waited until the last minute to make the hard decision because I was making money and living the life that I wanted to live at that time. And so I didn't need to make a, uh, make any other decision. I was happy with that job. Oh, wow. That's just amazing to hear that and conquering the fear, uncertainty and developing the confidence to make such a move, which is something that you do keynote presentations on. How can women, Catrice, develop their confidence versus focusing on what they lack, what you're not able to do right now, the constraints of life, even though those things can be very real, the stressors, responsibility. How do you still develop the confidence, particularly if you need to make some decisions like that? Ooh, wow. That, that, this, this question has literally become my expertise. Uh, it's called the process. I'm writing a book even now about it. It's called duck feathers, um, how to endure the process of life's darkest moments. Um, if you find yourself in a place where you know, okay, it's time for me to move on. I need to make a decision. You have to get to a place where, and it may not be fun, it's okay. Some seasons of our life are not fun. Some seasons of my life have not been fun, but you must always find yourself in a place of pouring into yourself. Mm. You have to constantly feed your soul. What you feed will grow the most. Even if your confidence isn't like, oh my God, I'm not ready to make a leap. That's okay. There's a process that's involved with getting ready, getting prepared that allows you to feel so full of yourself that the confidence is there. It's kind of like, and I really, I'm a pragmatist. Um, Me too. Uh, yeah. I use pragmatism and funda- uh, fundamental mm-hmm. ideas when I speak. And so it's kind of like, uh, you know, the old test that we used to take and there was a circle that you had to fill in or else the 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 scan card right. would not work mm-hmm. when you scanned it. And it's kind of like that when it comes to our confidence and our in the way that we self-identify, that when you start to shade in that circle, at first mm-hmm. it's light, it's not as strong, but the more you keep shading in a repetitive motion, it begins to enrich itself. And then you have a fully darkened circle that is full of what you have put in it. So you got to put something in. So you, I have people that speak the language of my future, the language of my strength, the language of my uh, purpose. I speak to myself the language of my future, the language of my purpose, the language of my strengths. They speak to me in Give me the wherewithal to make informed decisions about my life. I love the fact that you share that. And knowing that you're working on another book takes me to my next question. We got to ask. I am the one I'm waiting for. Tell me a little bit more about that book you wrote. That book, um, it was 
it started off uh, that particular book, which I'd like to revise at some point, but it started off as a soul dump uh, dealing with uh, being given away at the age of three days old Mm -hmm. into a foster home. So being in a place where, um, where, you know, I didn't plan to be, and I was in a space of waiting for my birth parents to come and reclaim me. And so for Mm -hmm. years and years, I waited for them to come. And as I begin to, I, I, if, if I could just tell you in my little childish heart, I wanted to save time in a bottle because I didn't want to grow up without them. I had mm-hmm. fantasized the whole idea of them to the point that I just wanted them. And I really uh, more specifically wanted my birth mother to come back and get me. I felt like a girl needed her mother, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, it dawned on me one day that they were not coming. And I went from waiting on them to waiting on myself. Like I'm the one I'm waiting for. And I was about 16, 15, 16, when it really started to get into my spirit, probably 14 is when it first started Mm -hmm. to seed a little bit. And then by 16 and a half, I had left the foster home and started making decisions for myself. That is an amazing testimony. And the fact that you came through on the other side and were able to to overcome that, you know, because there's always a sense we deal with many things, Catrice, and I'm sure, you know, Mm from rejection, things that make you question your self-worth and and your confidence. And that's something you always speak on, particularly women having their own inner mirror to look at themselves and to reflect and to live. And that's that's what you've done. Absolutely. Um, it, It has been necessary in my life. I call the mirror moments. It has been necessary for me to have moments at which I'm stripped down and I'm in that full length self mirror that says, nothing's hidden. I'm naked, but it's okay. Everything is not right, but it's okay. It's ugly. And that's okay. It's at the point of, of having those mirror moments that we can really begin to see the areas that may need triage or maybe other areas that don't meet, need as much triage. They just need a little bit more building and developing and, and all of that. So it's only when we get naked with ourselves and honest with ourselves that we can really begin to sprout the wings that we, we want to sprout at some mm-hmm. point and, and grow and develop. It's about the development process. It's not about stepping out of the house and having it together today. It's knowing that I'm going to do what I can do today because I know a day is coming where it's going to all look like I want it to look. Now, Catrice, I want to speak to that, particularly for women who are maybe 40, 45, 50 or older, because sometimes you can feel like because I didn't do this in my 20s. I didn't do this Mm. in my 30s. Mm. And you develop your habits, your hangups, your strongholds. How do you Mm -hmm. break through that and not let age or time be a factor in stepping into the fullness of who you need to be? I love this question because I was a late bloomer in many ways. Um, You know, when you leave a place at 16 and a half, you're not grown. You're not fully developed. You're not any of that. I just had an idea of where I wanted to get to. Right. And so there were a lot of life lessons and a lot of life uh, experiences that I just didn't have by virtue of the ignorance of not knowing, you know, just Mm -hmm. not knowing their questions I couldn't answer. And so there are a lot of things. So I, I personally in my life, I adapt a mentality of age is not the thing. It's the experience that's the thing. Mm. Age is not, sometimes we wrap ourselves and involve ourselves with this ageism. We 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 do this to ourselves. I'm not a person that focuses or hampers on age. I could care less what your age is. What is your contribution? Who mm. are you? 
What are you bringing to life? What is that light that's on the inside of you that's yeah. supposed to shine so bright? I want that thing because that's the thing that's going to make you come alive to the point that you pour from a whole space. Pouring from a whole space. That is a, a whole, whole sermon right there. And not a broken space. And not yeah. a broken space. So many times in this life, we pour from broken, broken spaces. Yes, we do. And broken spaces can only pour brokenness. And th that becomes a cycle. Why not implement a new cycle, a new way of being? Because you can. I don't care what age you are. If you're 16 and you're in this or you're 66, when the light bulb comes on, that's the time to act. That's the time to move. Speaking of moving, this brings me to your specialty. You do your vision board parties, yes. Unleash the Vision. That's what we're talking yes. about today, Unleash the Vision, sis. But, you know, I always like to get the background story because that's so important because it's easy to see your success, your confidence, and what you do now. But it's, yeah. we need to know the backstory because nobody just pops up like, hey, we all arrive and have a wow. journey. Listen, it has been a lifelong journey to get here. I've had wins along the way, plenty of wins mm -hmm. along the way, and I've had plenty of losses along the way. I've faced some defeatful uh, circumstances along the way. But I'm here to tell you that, uh, well, the backstory is this, is that, look, listen, I've faced homelessness. I've looked for a short time. I've lived in my car and just tried to make it work and all of that, but I knew I couldn't go back to what I couldn't go back to. Um, I, I got to a point when I, while I was living in Kansas City and I said, you know what? Um, and I remember telling myself this as a kid, if I ever get to a point where I had felt like I had nowhere to go, it was time for me to leave. And I got to that point, I reached that point and I said, okay, I ain't got nothing else to do. I ain't got nothing mm. else to, I, Yeah, I have nowhere to go. I literally have nowhere to go, nowhere I can trust to lay my head down. Mm. I mean, you know, when people say that, you don't think that it really mm -hmm. is what it is, but I was in that circumstance. I even stayed at a shelter for a short time, but wow. I knew I wasn't gonna be there forever. Mm -hmm. And I knew that wherever I showed up, that God had something in, the, in my mouth for the other people that were there. And I said, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. And not only that, I knew I would, uh, meet and, and, and cross paths with millions of people or hundreds of people, thousands of people who needed to know just because it looks mm -hmm. bleak today does not mean it has to look bleak tomorrow. So it's it's an amazing uh, thing that has always happened in my life, Julie. Um, when I get to that place yeah. of God, I don't know. I don't know. Look, if this is it. Let me know. And I'm good. You right, know? right. Um, he's always shown me a vision of where I'm supposed to be. So even in the valley, in the lowest of the low. And I tell a friend of mine all the time and people that'll come to me in their, in their hour of need, listen, everyone must visit the valley. No mm -hmm. one is above it. No one is, no, no one is too good for it. every one of us must visit the valley and the valley is where we find the realities, the, the, the nutrition, the, the building, the developing, the making we're made in the valley. So everything that people see right now, is the result of a decision that I made and what mm -hmm. I call my finest hour. My finest hour is not now when the awards are being heaped up on me and people are calling okay. my name. It's when I made the decision that the finest hour was really possible and that I had the goods to get to where I needed to get. Even if I didn't see mm -hmm. them then, I yeah. knew that I could get them. Then to hear, you know, being still and being silent, so you can hear God, because a lot of us, and I'm guilty, we talk to God, but we got to take time to listen. And, and the powerful thing is, I met you at Shea Moore's Vision Board Brunch years yes. ago. Balance, Believe, yes. Bloom. And your presentation, yeah. it was just, it spoke to me. That's something you specialize in. How did you start with the vision boards? And how so, do people, you know, utilize them properly, Catrice? 
the way to, well, first of all, my start in uh, vision boards came as an idea, right? I mm-hmm. knew that Oprah had done them and this, right. that, and the other, but I knew that I had a voice. I knew that God had given me a voice to speak into the lives of others, to speak to what ails, what pains, what what injures others, and, and, and in a way that I could bring life to other people. And so I uh, started as an idea. I wanted to do it in, in my church first, and someone had beat me to the punch, but I knew it was given to me. I knew that it was given to me. Mm. And so I begin to literally, um, begin to host these vision board. Now there was a, someone had given me like a, kind of like a, a layout or a plan for uh, now a, a sketch for vision board, but that wasn't what I had in mind. So I had to make my own idea of a vision okay. board come to pass. And so I just literally, I, I went back to the drawing board and said, what do I want the attendees to know? What do I want them to do? What, how do I want? And so, and so my vision board experiences have to do more with who you are as a person and where you're going, connecting those two, where you are now. I often will have my attendees to write something to themselves um, or, or do something, something creative mm-hmm. like that, something that they won't forget because it's about them and then where you want to go. And I promise you, I just got tagged on Facebook by someone who attended uh, one of my vision boards back in uh, vision board experiences back in Kansas City. And she said, Catrice, I'm still doing them. Thank you for opening up the door uh, for mm-hmm. that. She said, every time I do them, they come to pass. The idea is that um, as I'm sitting here looking at my real estate vision board is that um, you put things things on there that are out of reach. They should be out of reach. They should cause you to aspire. You put words, you put pictures, you put things that remind you of what you can be. This is where your possibilities live outside of yourself until they manifest in your life one by one. And so when you think about a vision board, it literally, you have to go into yourself. It's not about what everyone else's vision is or what everyone else wants. It's about you. What do you want out of your life? I always start with what were you created to do? Mm. What is your purpose? Where do you see people gaining the most from you in life? What genre of your life? It's going to look different for everyone. Absolutely. Okay, now let's go to that vision board. So how should we prepare? Because I'm not going to lie, Catrice, and I talked about this in my opening. Yeah. You know, I've put together vision boards. I look at them for a couple of weeks or two. Then sometimes guilt would come upon me because, you know, it ain't really it ain't really clicking or popping. So vision board, go back in the little bench and, you know, we back to regular. So what is the key? Because I don't believe that sometimes I believe the message is conveyed. Let's just put it on a board and bam, here it comes. Mm-hmm. But I believe alignment and then taking follow-up steps, accountability, there's so much that goes with it that sometimes, Catrice, folks don't be saying when they put up their vision board, child. <laughs> exactly, Julie. I love this quote. The only place where success comes before work is the dictionary because it's true. You can, the Bible even says you can have faith all you want to, but you don't have works. Your faith is dead. I say faith come alive. Mm -hmm. How does it come alive? Because you roll up your sleeves, you get to work. You start educating yourself, informing yourself, putting money away where you need to. You you start uh, requesting more money on your job, request a promotion or whatever you're currently doing. You 10X that. You 10X that activity as much as you can Mm -hmm. and then begin to apply your 
yourself. Listen, we can have vision boards all day long, but if you don't work, you're not doing the work. I, I, I want to say it like this. The time is going to pass whether or not we do anything. Yes, yes. Why not work through time instead of waiting on time? Mm. Those are two different mentalities. I'm not waiting for anything to happen. I am working to make it happen. Mm -hmm. There's another quote that that, that one of my uh, mentors gave to me earlier this year. She said, Catrice, uh, you know, you have to remember this wherever you go. Pray like it's all up to God and work like it's all on you. Yeah, I've heard you. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so it's a Jewish, it's a Jewish prayer, Jewish blessing. Um, but but it is true. You have to get to a place where you are working as hard as you are wishing, if not more. You know, lip service pays no one anything unless you're that skilled with your lips. And then, you know, you're making <laughs> you're making that back. But at the end of the day, you need to roll up your sleeves and prepare to work. Let me tell you this. One of the things that I told my um, one of the things I told one of uh, a close former close friend of mine is that you have to do the work. You have to do the work. Someone who begets success without mm. doing the work is a bastard to the process and does not uh, have the capacity to hold success. Mm. In doing the work, it's not only what you do physically, it's the mental, emotional, yeah, spiritual, spiritual, financial, all of those aspects are contained in doing the work. Without doing the work, you don't have the capacity or the integrity to hold success. Look at that. Look at God. We preaching up in here as we create the vision, unleashing the vision and doing the work. And I think there's something to be said. You know, the Bible talks about rest and, you know, the man who only chases riches may not have any rest. That there is a balance that we have to create with God, each of us individually, for we have rest, where we have our work and we have our peace. But I think, Katrice, so many times we look at other people making their visions and vision boards and we're trying to emulate something that he that ain't he don't have that for us. It's tailored for us. Correct. It is so tailored for you because your purpose is tailored for you. And so as long as your vision follows purpose, mm -hmm. that's when joy meets you have joy when purpose and work meet. That's when you have joy that you cannot explain. Success also follows that. And so it doesn't matter. If you sit over here looking at someone else and how they do, you're envious because you have a deficiency. Envy equals mm -hmm. deficiency. And so if you're feeling jealousy or envy or, oh, I can do this better, it's because you are deficient yeah. somewhere. Comparisons do nothing to help you. The only thing you should be really truly be comparing is yourself to who you used to be. Yesterday, did I do something? Uh, last Absolutely. year, this day, what did I do? Where was I at? What did my life look like? If your life doesn't look any better, sometimes it's a time to kind of look back and focus and, and see, hey, did I do everything that I needed to do to get here? And sometimes it's just not your season yet. It's just your season to stay consistent and mm. constant with what you're doing. So it's not always, and I think that in our toxic society, we always want to throw things away and cancel things, but you cannot cancel the process of being successful in an integral way. Come on now. So as we unleash the vision for 2022, 
One thing you did, you walked us through the steps. You you told us affirmations. I affirm your life. I remember those four words. So for the sister who's listening, it's like, okay, you know what? This year I'm doing the work. I, I'm going to pray. I'm going to connect. I'm going to align my life with the vision. What are the tools mentally and even in our hand for my little pen, some magazines that we Got should it. have in the process, Catrice, in creating yeah. our vision for 2022? Let me start with, I mean, we could talk about the physical tools because I, I can, the other tools are really the more important ones. Yes, the physical yes. tools, you, I mean, glue, you need a vision board, however you want. I saw some the other day. They're so cute. They have the little glitter on them. I love the bling bling board. <laughs> um, but literally go to the Dollar Tree and just get you a vision board. It's a blank canvas. It provides, in looking at something like that, it provides you with the opportunity to reimagine your life, how you really want it to be and what you really want to do. Um, you can pick up scissors, pick up glue, pick up uh, glue sticks, pick up um, magazines, magazines that speak to your future. Um, I have a Lamborghini right now on my vision board because I love them so much and I'm not far from getting it. Okay. <laughs> so, so, and I don't know if I will get it because I'm really kind of, I've become kind of a miser and how I spend money, but look, get you a magazine that speaks to your future, that speaks to where you want to be. If you want to have fun, get something that shows people out traveling and doing whatever that mm -hmm. fun thing is that you want to do. Put your head on that picture. I know they have the models and mm -hmm. the put your head on there. Get your own pictures. So you need words. Uh, words are important as it relates to how you speak to your future and this, that, and the other. And you need to see that. You were talking earlier, uh, Julie, about how they just go away and you just sit them down and blah, blah, blah. You need to see it. You need a reminder because you're going to hit some days in this three 365 day cycle that it feels like, can I do this? Am I really cut out for this? Or is it a pipe dream? And your vision board needs to be standing, staring back at you saying, yes, you can. You said that you, you had enough courage to put this on a board. That means you have enough courage to live it out. And that's what you have to really do. And so as it relates to non-physical tools, non-physical items, you have to get yourself to a place of clarity in your own life, you need to, even if you're not at one at the mm -hmm. moment that you do this, because everything is a process, you at least need to be clear. Okay. I often tell people, start with writing your vision. What does that look like for you? What does your life look like in five years or 10 years? What are we coursing for? Are we coursing for five years or one year or, or 10 years? What does your life look like? You need clarity in your mind, emotions about what your life can look like. If it's being mm. married, if it's having children, it needs to be on paper somewhere. So you'll have your physical list of things that you want. And then you have your um, your vision board, your, 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 your vision board of what you want to see happen and manifest in your life. Okay, so those are the tools and not be, and I think you touched on it, like we put stuff away. And sometimes, Catrice, I think it's a sense of guilt or failure or lack of confidence as to why, at least I'm just testifying for myself. I'm like, you know what, you, you, you was tripping when you did that right now, that ain't happening. So it's important to get into that headspace. What are the final three tools and words you would say for somebody who doesn't always stay in the headspace, Catrice, and they just need to get that consistency, that clarity, and that courage to keep it going, to unleash that vision. Your big plan is not bigger than your ability to work through mm. to see it come to to see yeah. it come to pass. Okay. Um, it is important that your big plan stays a big plan, even if 
you have to bring the strategic steps down to bite sizes. It's bite sizes that wins the bigger plan, that earns you the bigger plan. So even if you have to take a two, two or three steps back to launch forward a mile, it's worth it in the end. So that's the first step I would give. The first uh, bit that I would give you is that your big plan is really not bigger than life. Okay. Like it's you, you need a plan that's so big it scares you anyway. Yeah. You need a bit, you need a plan that says, dang, you're a bad girl if you do that. No, you're a bad girl when you do that. Next, your attitude is everything. Your attitude is a choice, but it's not only a choice in how you choose to look at your goals. Your attitude is a choice in how you treat everything in your sphere, mm. everything in your world. How are you talking to people? How are you interacting with people? How are you pouring yourself into people? Communicating. So uh, my, my degree is in um, communication studies, which deals with intrapersonal and interpersonal mm -hmm. communication. How are you talking to yourself? How are you talking to others? How are you allowing others to talk to you and communicate right with you? What are you watching on TV or online? Or what are you allowing into your ear gates? What are you allowing into your gates? Mm. Attitude. It all impacts your attitude. I promise you yes. what goes in us comes out of us. And finally, I will say the days are going to come when you don't feel it and you don't feel like there's any motivation. Maybe uh, you may feel like you have hit a hard spot. Yeah, I will give you what I gave myself that no simply means next option. Mm. Oh, we got to put that on a shirt. Next yes, option. It's coming. It's coming. No, it's coming. It's, 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 the next option. Yes. It simply means next option. There is no such thing as you can't do. Even if someone who is in a position of authority that you looked up to, I'm promising you, I'm talking for experience. People who I looked up to told me I couldn't do, I couldn't, yep. couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. They do. sure do. Yep. Just don't have, someone told me you, she, she just doesn't have the skill set to sell in real estate. I'm just became realtor of the year. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. But I, I say that in order to say no means next option. Perseverance is what rules the day. And then find yourself a place where you can rest after all of that work. It's, it, look, it's not going to be one in one day. So you have to figure in rest. Rest is a part of your health. Literally. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Like you eat, you need to rest. <laughs> That's the balance that allows you to have creative thoughts. Some things I think about when I'm down on the beach, looking at the waves. Some things only come to me when I'm by the water. Rest, mm. my friend, rest. And there we have it, unleashing our vision for 2022. Catrice Johnson, a.k.a. Catrice Inspires. Sis, how can people connect with you and stay in contact with what you're up to? Absolutely. You can reach me on Facebook. I'm Catrice Johnson on Facebook. I do have my Catrice Inspires page. You can also visit my website at CatriceLive.com. That's C-A-T-R-I-E-S-E-L-I-V-E.com. And thank you, Catrice. You affirmed our life at Shea Moore's uh, brunch a few years ago. I look forward to connecting again. Thank you for all that you've said today and just praying you a wonderful, continue to prosper 2022 in beautiful Florida, sis. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for who you are, Julie. Oh, I appreciate thank it. Absolutely.
Woo! I hope you were inspired, or maybe you like me, you little convicted, after talking to Catrice Johnson, aka Catrice Inspires. Her story is inspiring because where she started off to where she is now, it's a testimony that when we can envision something in our head, put feet to our faith, and have the confidence, the consistency, and the courage to go for it, it can happen for us. You know, I think of the Bible verse, Proverbs 16, 33, the lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. You know, you could misinterpret that to mean, well, you can do what you're going to do, but God going to do what he want to do anyway, so it don't matter. While I believe in God's providence, I still believe we should work as if everything depends on us, but trust God for the ultimate outcome. Because after all, he is the one that gives us gifts, skills, particular talents to glorify him by living out the purpose he's already planned for us. He puts desires in our hearts. Like Jeremiah, it's like fire shut up in my bones. I can't hold my peace. Hallelujah. And sometimes that conviction of the Holy Spirit will weigh on you and weigh on you until you do what he's prompting you to. And a lot of times we get confirmations along the way. So why not put feet to our faith in 2022? Yes, write the vision, do the work and trust God for the outcome. Because even if our vision is not perfect, we have to trust that he is our divine GPS and he'll lead us to the right path. And we won't know until we actually do. So I thank you for joining me for Grown Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones. I can't wait to talk to you again, sis. May you have a blessed and prosperous 2022. Don't forget to check me out weekdays on KPRS Hot 103 Jams and at KPRS.com. Unleash your vision, sis. We're definitely going to do it together. Music Alpha Music Library, Property Carter Broadcast Group.